Oh, I got a question for you. Go ahead. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I got a question for you. Would you rather be Patrick Williams or Rue Hachimura? Patrick Williams. I'd rather be Rue. I'd rather be Patrick Williams because um, I think that there's going to come a point. It, it is hard to forget. It is hard to remember sometimes that he's 21. And I think there's going to come a point where they're going to have to literally look at him and be like, all right, we just got to see what you can do. And whenever that point comes, I hope he's able to perform. But because of his age, there's going to have to come. Like, there's going to come a point where everybody else is just too old. <laughs> and they're going to be like, uh, give Patrick the ball and see what he's got. Because clearly, this guy hasn't taken a step we've got. I think Rui's just a really good role player on every team. And I think the NBA is so different. I think the NBA is such a different scenario that with a lot of players, if you just put the ball in their hands, they can perform. Now, can they do it every night? That's that's the real question. But I think with a lot of players in the NBA, right, like I, I, one of my favorite role players is Ish Smith. And when you put the ball in his hands, you just be like, man, this dude is a baller, bro. But nobody would ever say, hey, this is the exact guy that we need to be having running our team <laughs> game in and game out for 25 games. Why do we why do we allow age to be an excuse in the game of basketball? I'll tell you why, because I think there's a lot of guys that have to mature in different ways mentally for you to deal with the pressure that's coming that's being placed upon you in a situation you're put in, right? And Patrick Williams doesn't get put doesn't have the same pressure on him that a normal pick at this point would have had the reason i say that most of the times you're going to a team that absolutely sucks that year patrick williams first year in the nba he got put on a team that transitioned to having Vooch. And then in his second year in the NBA, they said, we're going to bring in DeMar. We're going to bring in Lonzo. And now all the expectation is on this guy developing for us to get to this next step. Jaden Ivey, I think that's old boy in Houston. He's just hooping. He don't, I'm going to be honest with you. It doesn't even look like he's playing NBA basketball. It just look like hooping. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at his game, you're just like, man, this kid's got game. He can ball. He can do this. I don't know if he can run a system. I don't know if he mm-hmm. if he's an NBA point guard, but he can score for sure. He's a, he's an assassin. But when you when I watch him, I just like, yeah, is he is he a better is he putting up better numbers than Patrick Williams in the NBA right now? Is he is he putting up better numbers than a lot of guys? In, yes. I wouldn't want him trying to run a system though because when you see his game it's literally just we're going to lose this game anyway I might as well put up 30 and I think that that's I think that very much like we talked about with Baker situations matter that that pressure that's put, that put upon you matters and so like if Patrick Williams was on that Bulls team that he got drafted to he probably would have had a ball in his hands a lot more he probably would um, have still push Larry Markinen out of here because he would have been the new shiny thing that we would have wanted to be successful. 
and you'd have seen him taking dog. It, it, I, I actually had to pull back, even though I'm still saying he sucks. I'm still saying he sucks because I'm trying to save this man's career. Um, Patrick Williams has taken 10 shots more times in the month of January than he has <laughs> in two and a half years in the NBA. And you want to know why I find that, like that part right there, I think it's such a misconstrued stat. Because we're we're going from he's taking these shots and now look at how his numbers have have gone up. But what the moment that we acknowledge the fact that hey, when he gets more shots, he scores more, we immediately seem to forget that the world is telling him to shoot more and he passes these shots up. So when I what I mean by that, especially since we call the games, is how many times have we sat there and said, Yeah, he should have taken that shot? And yeah, how many sure. of those and how many of those instances happen in a game, two or three? Well, if they happen two or three times in a game, if you look at his numbers, do you realize that his field goals attempts would have gone from seven to ten? No, for sure. Would have gone from eight to eleven. Would have for gone sure. from six to nine, which means that we would have seen this earlier. The reason why I don't particularly like to go off age is because he's not the only 21-year-old in the league in a similar situation. How old do you think he's the only he's the only 21-year-old in the NBA that's in his third season? No, he's not. Who else? Tyrese Tyrese Maxey just turned well, he just turned 22. Uh, Tyrese Tyrese Maxey's 22 and he got drafted after Patrick Williams. Got drafted after Patrick Williams. Kobe White was 21 in his third season. Kobe White in his third season looks good. Kobe White, his third season was last season. He looked bad there. Uh, Kobe White in his fourth season looks good there. Kobe White in his third season, though, guess what? We didn't have to have actually look, Kobe. We didn't have well, no, Kobe White was trash. No, he was bad. No, Kobe, Kobe White had an interesting third season. It's very new for him. Coming off shoulder, I'm, I'm giving y'all all the excuses y'all gave me. But guess what? I didn't have to tell Kobe to do. Shoot. Um, you know who else was 21 in the third season? But I think I even that, right? Even that, that's the maturation process, right? Kobe, would you say Kobe White's having a better season this year than we've seen him have? I, I would say yes, but he also has less pressure on him this season than he did last season. He was off the bench I, last season. He had the same amount of pressure to me. I he was off he of the bench. He was just score off of the bench. He wasn't even a focal point for you off of the bench. Kobe White ha is having a worse season this year than he had last year. He's a better defender. He had an offseason to work on some things. He looks like a better player, but he's having a worse Kobe, season. Kobe White, I don't think he's having a worse season. I think he's getting in for the I'm first time. I'm saying statistically time. he's having a worse season. I think statistically he's having a worse season simply because he doesn't get the same minutes. This is the first time Kobe White's been under 22 minutes since he's walked into the league. For sure. And he's averaged 25 to 30 minutes his entire career. For sure. Now he's at 20 minutes and he's getting less shots. This is the first time he hasn't had double-digit shots in his entire career. So when you have less opportunity, but you have the same shooting percentage, everything else is going to correlate down. And so it looks worse, but it's not actually worse. It's the same. But even, even with that, right? Like, I think the thing is, right, Kobe White, there, there's a process that it went to. that he had like to He's never been mad, and mad efficient. Like he's no. never been efficient. No, no. well, so he's you he's, ain't looking for efficiency. He been a he been a decent three point shooter. That's about it. Um, Last but, season was his best season. Yeah, thirty eight percent. That's 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 pretty good. Thirty eight percent. It's not great, right? Before a dude off of your bench, that's pretty good. 
Um, but I think I think the thing is when when I look at a lot of um, when I look at a lot of the the process that people have to go to, right? Like you look at Kobe White and and even kind of what Patrick Williams is going through, right? In year three, you gotta become that. There's some people that come in and they just are that. But even that, right? It's just raw talent that now we have to refine that raw talent. Patrick Williams just came in and being a guy. Dog, we make, dog, we make excuses for people because we like them. And at the end of the day, I, I listen, I told you you're bust. <laughs> I, I didn't say I didn't say I got it. The, the videos on this channel. I think no. the thing, the thing for me is that I also understand that there's a development process that comes in when you're that young. And he didn't come into a team where they said, it's your team, shoot the ball, do whatever you want to do. It's your game. He came into a team where he had four dudes that had already been in the NBA almost 10 years. Actually, he had, yeah, no, almost. He had three dudes that had been in the NBA 10 years. He had one dude that had been in the NBA six. You ain't got no say on that team. I'm going to be honest with you. That's no different than I look at Scotty Barnes, and Scotty Barnes is a better player for sure. And this is going to be hard for people to take, but Scotty Barnes went to a team that, was still relatively fresh off a championship within the last uh, three seasons that he got drafted, had four people on there who three or four people who were getting the bag or trying to get the bag or trying to get that recognition. He legitimately was like the third or fourth option, which is ironic to what P wills in, but you know who he is. You want to know why? Because he was the fourth option. They, by halfway through the season, they was like, Hey, take these shots by halfway through the season. It was like, take the shots. But who do you have on this team? Yeah, Van Vliet, he had uh, Van Vliet. Yeah. Siakam. But, but you also got to look at, I think the difference is you also got to look at all them dudes. The only dude that's 25 plus on that team is Siakam. They all still round his age. Mm. Nah. Van Vliet last year was what, 24? Nah, because Wontanabe was still on that team. I mean, th- th- this is a collective, it's a consortium of people who are older on that but team. But it's young. Like that, that whole team was. That whole team was literally just Kawhi and y'all. The rest of y'all come with me, because Kyle Lowry left. Kyle Lowry was the other, the other old vet. So what I'm saying is, even with Pascal Siakam, Van Vliet, you're like the third option on that team, right? Ironically, that's what P. Will. That's what P. Will was. P. Will was a third option within that system until you know things got cooking and now he got pushed. But he he was getting the minutes. He was getting the opportunity. He was passing up the shots. For sure. The difference between him and everyone else and it the, uh, that are his contemporaries or whatever is some of them got the opportunity, same opportunity he did, capitalized off of it. Some of them didn't, and we clown them. Obi Toppin didn't get the minutes. He averaged just as much as he did. That's the part that kills me. Like, I can't have my a bench player on a team that got nothing but your position on it. They still ain't got nothing but forwards on that team, realistically. And he gave me the same production. That 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 f's with me mentally, as someone who like loves the game of basketball. I'm like, yo, you you ain't got no excuse. There's no excuse there. Your high school teacher shouldn't be said, hey man, stop passing the ball. Like stuff like this shouldn't be said about you in your third year. I don't care how young you are. The age thing don't do it for me. That's a that's a whack excuse. That's a just, whack excuse, bro. Yeah, but but the thing is, so right, you want to know why? Because you know what happened in your third year. But here's the thing: you're saying that swag, but you don't understand his mentality of it. 
bro, bro, bro. That's whack. I don't care what your mentality is. You want to know that's whack? That, that's that's the part you, that makes the difference. You don't do, know what's going know, on in his head. But do you want to know why else is whack? Because them checks clear for them drafting you at that position. Hey, All the same. Kwame Brown checks clear. <laughs> Every one of them checks cleared, and he was trashed the entire time. You know what I mean? Like the the checks clear means you were selected. That's all that means. That's not a, that's not special. Kwame Brown was whack because he tried and he failed. Kwame Brown was whack because Kwame Brown was whack. Well, Kwame Kwame Brown couldn't play. He couldn't play. He couldn't. No, excuse me. No, no, no. He couldn't play to the at the NBA he level. Drafted. He couldn't play at the NBA level. No, in my play. opinion, right? P. Will can. He will can, and he don't. That's a difference. That's whack to me. Yeah, but again, Kwame Brown went out there was a bump. Kwame Brown was like, "Yo, I'm afraid I'm gonna miss this free throw because I've been missing these free throws." And even still, third year Kwame Brown averages more than Pete Will. Facts, hundred percent. But but I think on on less shots. But but again, right here's here's what I say. It's about and this is why I talk about the mental aspect of it, right? The mental aspect of it is that your team is basically telling you you need to start doing this or you're not going to be in this NBA. That's really the, the, the part that comes in where DeMar broke it down to him and stuff like that. Right. And you look at that and you see that correlation happening in these games. P. Willis had double digit scoring games above 15 more times in the last 10 games than I think I've ever seen him have in his NBA career. Bro, that's wild. No, he has a Kwame Brown. He's he's Kwame Brown. Right now, for sure. I told you, he's a bust. He ain't living no, up no, to no, 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 no. Like, go pull up the statistics. He's Kwame Brown. Like, the numbers are the same. He's a bust, yes. Why, why, why are we surprised by this? He's not playing up to the level that he was drafted at, at all. He's he's the fourth overall pick. Now Kwame was the first overall pick, which is tough. But uh at this point it's just three spots. But uh, but, but, <laughs> but but you know, right? Like I, I think the thing is, right, like there is a maturation that has and I think that there's a maturation that had to go into Kwame that probably messed up the rest of his career. Right? Like if somebody took a little bit different route with Kwame, if somebody because Mike didn't want Kwame. The GM wanted Kwame. Mike didn't want Kwame. And so he made Kwame pay for that. Is that an a-hole move? Absolutely. Mike's an a-hole. We knew this already. Um, <laughs> like I love that all this new stuff's coming out, and we're like, wow, Mike might be an a-hole. It's like, of course. Like, we always knew he was an a-hole. But... <laughs> who, who didn't notice? Mike, Mike Mike has multiple moments where he literally goes, hey, uh, F. The funny thing get... is, though, I'm not necessarily speaking to you. I'm actually more listening speaking to the listener. Because the city makes excuses for him. The city makes excuses. We sit there and we come up with all these things just to be like, okay, well, you got to consider this, you got to consider that, that we don't do for anybody else that doesn't wear a Bulls jersey. So keep it a buck and keep it the same. But if you he know was what? Wearing any I, other jersey, we wouldn't give him the same leeway. Nah, because I say this: it's a lot of people in in a lot of leagues that get excuses made for them that don't wear these jerseys, and they just they they messing up. We made it's they they making excuses right now. Going back to football for Justin Herbert, you know what you know what the reality of it is? You messed up. You didn't play well enough. The reality of it is, there's a lot of times when that ball was going the other way because your team got you in a position for you to win that game, and you messed up. But Justin Herbert got 10 INTs in the season. Hey, and you, that, that's great, right? The numbers look great. But the tough part is when that INT goes the other way in the fourth quarter of a game to put another team in a position to win that game.
You know what the problem that, with your that is about, is? And, and, and that those are the for you to get an INT, you have to pull the trigger. I'm hey. talking about a guy who don't even shoot. Hey, it ain't you, even in the same realm I'm of possibility. You. Here, I'm with it you. It ain't we, even the same. It's not making you know an what? excuse. It's but not even the what? same. I, but we, but we, it is, it is an excuse because you know yeah. what they say. He's a, he, he's an elite quarterback in the NFL right now. He's not. He's not elite. I got 4,700 yards to tell you differently. He's not. Yeah, guess what? It's a bunch of teams that got dudes that put up a, a lot of yards. Not That's just like guess what? Guess what? Is is Jaden Ivy cold? Jaden Ivy is cold. Jaden Ivy's cold. Why is team going? This is a rent for several reasons. They don't know how to win yet. But but Jaden Ivy cold. Jaden Ivy is cold. But his not Jaden Ivy. Who am I thinking of? Jaden, you said Pistons. Uh, uh, who old boy? He's on the Pistons. No, old boy in Houston. I'm tweaking. Old boy in Houston. Jalen Green. Right? Ain't that Houston? Jalen Green has a lot of you. We can't compare basketball to football, though. No, like but what I'm, what I'm what I'm saying is that right, like we'll sit here and we will make excuses for different guys doing different things. I'm making excuses. Hey, Jay, you know what? Um, what's that? John Wall made a good point. They ain't got no vets over there. They don't know how. They all got talent. If you made it to the league where you have to play both ends of the ball, you got talent. Yeah. Right. So in Houston, all them young guns got talent. They can score the ball. We've seen Houston beat teams they ain't supposed to beat because they had these one-off opportunities where their talent matched the IQ when they won. Like yeah. that's too, but they don't have nobody to consistently help them develop that. So, like when you ask me personally, like why would I would make an excuse for like a Jaden Ivory for him having talent but not wouldn't? I would say Jaden Ivory got that. They just I don't know what. They- <laughs> no, nah, Detroit is still young. Detroit is just. They're, they're really relatively young all of them in like the mid-20s but bad organization bad organization right and we all know that houston they they're in a collapse mode they literally bet the farm on trying to beat golden state and then they blew it up and now they're in that 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 i we hate using work i hate using purgatory but like you get what i'm trying to say like that they're in that space so i don't i don't blame them for that but they don't have any vets in the building or any vets that were really good. Like Eric Gordon is not the vet that I want to hitch my my youngins to right now. But here's but here's my point on this, right? We talk about making excuses for these mugs. He but I don't make has, any excuses for him because he's still taking the L. But it's and it's it, still it, detrimental to his career. And no one considers him, no one considers them elite. They all just say they got good talent. They need to they figure got, it out. They got good talent, they're very young. But that's the that's thing. All, that's that, all they say. But but that's the thing that I'm saying. He went to a team where they was like, John Wall played for that team, and they said, "Stop coming. We want him to shoot." That that is the difference in situation there, and that, but and that's I, a bad organization I, because they even got rid of the GM. But here's the thing, right? And so now you're talking about what's coming up, and I think about situations that the Bulls been in. Jimmy Butler uh, didn't get ticked. Jimmy Butler's one one of the best players in. I don't know if he's still one of the best, but he top top 20 player in the NBA right now. Something like that. Top 25, sure. top 25, sure. something like that. Um, sure. Jimmy Butler came into a situation where he couldn't get to. He came into a situation where he couldn't get on the floor. He couldn't get on the floor until they almost killed Lou all day. And even then, they told him, don't you shoot that ball. Jimmy couldn't shoot. Jimmy could Jimmy couldn't make they they told Jimmy like don't you don't do nothing offense just be there. You are out there to guard somebody on the other side and that's it. 
I don't want to see you. You're not down there. You're not under the bucket. You're not attacking him. But that's because he came to a team that was trying to get to an ECF that had been to an ECF that was that was had people in place that were already making plays that were already at this level. So they were like, Jimmy, don't play. Jimmy could play. And I, I'm going to be real with you. I knew Jimmy could play year one because he came into a game, had – it was in the game, Bulls was winning, pull up, jump shot, mid-range, cash it out, came down the next time, dunked the ball real easy, came down the next time, spin move, pump fake, step through leg. He could play. He always could play. But a lot of times it's literally just, hey, I need you to do this now. And when the Bulls needed Jimmy to do that, he was able to do that. I'm not saying that Patrick Williams is in that same situation, but I think that when you come into a team as any young player, right? Like it, we just have more expectations on him here in Chicago because that's the team we watch the most. Most teams wouldn't have him in this situation if they got him here. If you had Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Nikola Vucevic on your team. We're sitting here looking for Pat Will to do more because we like, hey, the dudes that we paid a lot of money to ain't living up to our expectation right now. When Pat Will, I don't, I don't know put, if I would say that. When he puts up fifteen in a losing effort, we don't praise him. Actually, we do. We don't. In he fact, put up, we say, hey, you you want you want to know how I know that? Because the game where uh, what game we just lose? The game we lost to the Thunder. Okay. Game we lost this to the is, Thunder. Patrick, is, Patrick Williams, is, eighteen and five. This we is ain't talk three. about him once. This is year three. And we've had plenty of opportunity throughout the early beginning of this season and the seasons he played before his rookie season, where it was like, all right, he's on the floor, start a minutes, 31 minutes a game. And we're like, all right, he doesn't play well. He doesn't play well. Bulls lose. But Patrick Williams has uh, 10 points. We're like, okay, he has 10 points. We got to see him be assertive. We were praising him for being assertive, not even being – we were praising him on being aggressive and missing. Do you, which, do you hear me? But but here's the thing. Which team? We were praising who? The Bulls? Which, which Bulls team? Because we didn't do that last year. Well, he didn't really play last year. He didn't play last year. Year, the year rookie, before his rookie year when he was getting shots or when he had more of an opportunity in the beginning of the year to get shots but here's the thing and this is why bass you never compare basketball to football you have more opportunities to be assertive and effective on the game and football as a rookie you only whatever side of the ball you play that's your side and realistically out of a 60 minute game whatever however many minutes minutes it is you may see 15 minutes of actual action. In a basketball game when you average 31 minutes on a consistent basis across 82 games, you have the ability to be assertive on both sides of the floor consistently. And when you're needed to be – like, seriously, every 24 seconds, you have opportunity to get a ball and make a play. So you have more opportunity in the course of a game to kind of show yourself out. Now – we did. We saw. Okay, you're young. You're. De- we need you for defense. You're good at defense. You're putting you in front of the best player. All right, cool. I'm not looking for you to score because as a rook, that's a tall task. But then it became, okay, hold on. I I needed you to take that shot. All right, cool. Young. We're gonna let it go. But but 40 games in, hey dog, why don't you even look for that shot? Yeah, but that's a have- problem because you have to do that. That's what happened with them though. Again, situation matters, right? 
We weren't looking no. for him to look. Yes, we weren't looking for him to take that shot. You no. want to know why? Because when AK showed up, who were we looking to take shots? AK drafted P. Will. A- AK rookie or AK first year here. Who were we looking to take shots that year? Oh, we looked at Zach to take the shots. No. We looked Zach at Vooch to Zach take was the hurt. shots. Vooch wasn't on the at- team yet. When AK first got here? AK's first year here. Who were we looking to take shots? Because we Kobe needed White was taking shots. Kobe, Kobe White, White needed to take shots. shots. And who? Larry oh, Markin. We needed to know if Larry Markinen was going to be a part of this team, or at least AK did. Wendell Carter also was on this team. We needed to know if he was going to be the center of our future. AK was evaluating these other guys to take shots because he needed to know, do y'all suck or not? That is a situation, and that's his first season. He played 71 games that season, shot at 48%, scored nine points, rookie year, four rebounds, 39% from three, probably only took. 15 of them the whole year. They really wasn't using them at the three-point line at all that year. How many games did he start? He started the whole season. He started 71. Uh, he might not have started the very beginning of the season, but he started most of the season. He started 71 games. Everything that you're saying, there's a there's a nuance to it and everything like that, and that has to be figured in at some degree, but it doesn't negate at all that whether or not you were asked to take the shot or not, in the game of basketball, you have to make yourself available, and at times you have to be very assertive. That is the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. If you in that, and he would pass. If, it's, there's not a there's not an if, a if, if anything. Give you, if, no, there is because if they give you them shots, because at the beginning of the season, if I'm wide open and you get the pass and you're wide open, that's your shot. That's your yeah, shot. But, but we weren't having that conversation rookie year. We were starting. To we have had that, that conversation at the beginning of the. We didn't. That, his rookie. We were year, having we that conversation play. toward the end of his rookie season. We were like, "Why is Io more comfortable taking the shots?" And we know he wasn't called. Io wasn't shot. here. They got drafted the same draft. No, they didn't. Io's the year after. Io's the year after. So Io came Io, in last year. Io was a rookie last year. Io was Patrick a rookie. Williams last played year. seventeen games. You're right. You're right. Absolutely right. So why is Io more comfortable taking the shot? Io don't look more comfortable taking the shot. I'll tell you what, right now, watching the team on the court, Patrick Williams looks more comfortable taking the shot. Because every time Io shoot the ball, I'm like, well, he missed that, and he smoked a layup the play before that. Between the two of them, not only was Io more aggressive, Io was the only person between the two of them that has to fight for his position. This is the first season that we've seen Io play at the same time. Io didn't have to fight for his position either because he was a uh, he got in because Lonzo Ball got hurt 38 games into the season. Now he did – uh do well at the de- on the defensive end uh off of the bench but the thing is uh this is the first time we've seen Patrick Williams and Io Dasumu play a long stretch together Io has been fighting for his position the moment he got drafted because we just paid someone who plays his position 215 million dollars yeah and we Ayo, it. And, and Kobe Ayo White two guard no Io Dasumu came in as the backup point because Ayo 15 games of the season we looked we at played him we played we him at point. point. We played him at point. I still tell y'all he's a combo guard. I just think he's not scoring as well this year. But I would assume 15 games into the season was the best point guard option because Kobe White wasn't running the point well. And they literally were like, let's put the rookie out there. Actually, they put the rookie out there because right after Lonzo got hurt, uh, or no, Kobe got hurt before Lonzo got hurt. Oh, no, Kobe didn't even start the season. 
Kobe didn't start the season last year. Io was the backup point guard day one. Io has been a guard his whole his entire career, but Io has never been a, a no, good point a, guard a, from a, a facilitator's position. He's a combo guard. He's a combo guard he's whose combo guard for primary sure. focus is he scoring. Score. He should so be all I'm saying is this: realistically, Io has had to fight with Zach. Io has had to fight with Kobe. Io has had to fight with Goran. Io has in, is between the two of them people fight for what? people. Io has not been utilized in the same way, and P. Will has had nothing but opportunity to be utilized the way that he needs to be utilized. But his, but his, his, what I'm saying. If, with it. In fact, Io has, has no competition at his at his position because, unfortunately, we've hitched our wagon to him so much. Who's the next power forward that we will put in, or even small forward? If you want to sit there and say he's a small forward, then he's the what? No, we can't say that because he starts with Demar. He and got Demar bit. plays. He, he got, got bit. Bit. DJJ. DJJ? Yeah. He got benched for DJJ. So his biggest competition for his spot is DJJ? Uh, he's the only other dude that we put in at the four. That's, that's more so roster construction. That's that's more so the problem. with. Also, Billy Donovan just don't play other big men. Like anybody anybody over 6'9", it's just like, I'm not putting you in the game. All I'm saying is, like, realistically, between the two of them, if we had to sit there and make – if I had to sit there and make a case as who has it harder – is Io better? I, is is Io better than Goran Dragic right now? No. Then why is he the starting point guard? Because Goran is old. <laughs> That's why. No, 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 no. I'm, Listen, I'm with Goran you. Is, I'm with you though. Goran is Goran, a twenty point a Goran, game bucket. But Goran's the better player. So if we being hundred percent honest, Goran just that Io's, body can't keep up. Io's Io's the starting point guard right now because there's no other option. It's not because he's the best option. He's literally the starting point guard right now because there's no other option. When you put Kobe White in at the point guard position, he couldn't play it because he was more focused on scoring. Now, I think this year he might be a little bit better at playing the point guard position uh, if you put him in that situation more often because I think his handle has improved 40-fold. It's not even 10-fold. This mug's handle is on another level. Uh, mm-hmm. I we got we got like two podcasts going on here now. <laughs> we we've been turned into the breeze halfway through. I'm gonna cut this into a couple of clips. Don't worry about it. Uh, I know you are. I don't even know why you acknowledge it at this point. I think I think I think the thing is that to me with um Io DeSumo is that Io has gotten put in a position out of necessity. He wasn't a point, he's never been a point guard. No, nah, I can't I, I I can't say that. He's been a point guard. He's never been a traditional point guard. He's never been set my offense up, run, like, yeah, traditional point guard. He's never he's been never a traditional been. point guard. He's been a guy that comes up, you run some pick and roll with him, he gets to the bucket, he's able to score. If you Because he's able to score, you got to collapse out on him. I think Iowa's just having a little bit of a down season, but I think the thing is, right, like, I think we look at Patrick Williams' second year, the very beginning of the year, and we say that that's a part of the story of Patrick Williams. That's who Patrick Williams is. That's the player that he's going to be. Why do we say Ayo's having a bad year? Because he is. Numbers, no. numbers, numbers don't tell me what I can see. Ayo's Ayo's playing much worse defensively this year. Ayo last season wasn't getting cooked by almost anybody. He was one of the best defenders in the NBA among point guards. Ayo's getting cooked on almost a nightly basis over the last couple of months. Like it's like it, it those sumo's on the menu right now. Um and He's not scoring the ball 
he's not scoring the ball in the shots that they're giving him to take. Io is still 50% from the line. From the line? Io is 50% from the field. He's 50% from the field. Period. Taking four shots a game. How many shots did he take the, the year before? Probably six. Four shots a game. Okay. No, 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 no. Taking and making are two different things. So he's taking one more shot, and on average, he's he's making like the, you know how the averages break down. But yeah. like if you really go go for it, he's not having a better season. It's the same. And... It's, it's stagnant. Well, no, it's it's worse because of the defensive end. Like the thing is, I was putting up eight points his rookie year, but he also was clamping everybody that stood on the other side of him. He's still clamping Kyrie, which is actually really really impressive. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only dude that he's really clamped up this year. I, I he's think clamped this, Kyrie. It's, it's actually really impressive. Kyrie's never scored 10 points over, over I.O. <laughs> that's actually really ridiculously impressive. Hey, nah, nah. Hey, it's not even he's, – he's playing full-on games, too. Like, he's playing the full – it's actually impressive. But but here's the thing, right? I, I said this coming into the season. I.O.'s probably going to have a sophomore slump. I don't think he's having a sophomore slump. I if, think he's just – he doesn't – when you are – he is a – I can't he even use that worse, analogy. There's, there's, there's no way you can't say he don't look worse. No, no, no. I'm not saying he don't look he don't look bad, but what I'm saying is when you are capable of so much more and you're in a role that don't fit you, you just look bad after a while because now your heart's not in it. Like you know, you know what how that is when you're doing something you when you're doing something that just don't fit your skill set. Like you're decent at it, you can make money from it, but you really can't go hard because it's not what you want to do. It's actually your day job versus what you want to do as a podcaster, phenomenal sure. podcaster. Like you can finesse your job, you can make good money with your job, but you know in your heart, hey, I ain't it's no not master. What I do. It's I'm not no master journeyman out here, right? I ain't no scrub. I ain't no scrub. But I'm, I'm Baker Mayfield. I'm Baker Mayfield. You know, I throw some picks every okay. now and then. So, so, so you I, know I, it, right? It might be a little low. Hold on. Let me, let me. Hey, man, hey, I'm, hey, I'm hey, Jimmy. Hey, I'm Jimmy. You know, okay. if hey, I'm with a good team, me. if I'm with a good team, we can get to a championship. Hey, hype yourself up a little bit. I don't know about what you just said. Right? <laughs> you still in on Baker. That was the whole beginning. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> hey, hey, I like Jimmy G. Good looking. I mean, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you, you know, and you feel it. Io right now, I promise you, if Io was on a different team, which is probably why I want Io to get traded. If Io was on a different team and they let him do what he do, he'd have an Anthony Simons type uh, growth. He's that player. I, I don't know. And, and big closeout games, player. big shot taker, but wants to be a big shot maker. You got to give him wings. He ain't got wings here. You you also have to let these mugs develop. We so quick in modern sports. It pisses me off how quick we are to make a narrative on people. You Even me, develop. right? You can't here, develop here. here. Here's the thing. So Scotty Barnes can't develop in Toronto? No, 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 no. You're not hearing me, bro. No, I've no. Seen. I'm I'm talking about a sophomore slump that he's having right now. Can Scotty Barnes develop in Toronto? He can't. Io can't develop here. Why? I'm not saying it because there's too much going on here. You can't develop two young talent on one end while still trying to figure out and curtail to how you even going to develop and even get your big three together. You, it's not possible. It's not. It's not. It didn't even happen in Golden State. You know what happened in Golden State? They traded Monte. 
Uh, and then they just went all the way up. They even traded now, Monte, went all the way up. Even now, Wiseman can hoop. Wiseman don't fit what they doing. Wiseman be hurt. And he hurt. No, he Wiseman, hurt why, he just got back yesterday. Wiseman. He's been out for like another two and a half, three weeks. Wiseman came back and he was having some up and down moments. And they were just like, um, the narrative started to be, I don't know if we can go further with this guy. And so oh, they no. sent him back down to the G League. He started cooking in the G League again. They brought him back that, up. That, then he that, got hurt. That, that is true. That is true. He he. They sent him down to the G League facts. But I think that's a really good situation to look at with it, right? The ex, what, what the Bulls live up to is not what the expectation of this team was, right? What they live up to is not what the expectation was. Hold on. Say that. The, I don't what, know what you mean by how they played is not what we thought they were going to do coming into the season, right? How they played is not what we thought they were. So going we to thought the Bulls were going to be probably what okay. a six fifth seed. We thought they were going to be better. Than we thought down. they were going to be better. They're playing. They're playing. They're playing worse. I had to wrap my mind around. It. So you're coming into this situation to me, right? And you're talking about a player that is right, like a James Wiseman situation. He goes to a situation where you're nobody here. I need you to understand it. You are a big dude down low. I don't want you to do that much. I want you to exist in this system. James Wiseman probably can go off and give you 30 points and 15 rebounds. He looked like he had that level of talent. I thought he had that level of talent coming out of high or coming out of college, right? And he got to the NBA, got hurt. But was when you saw him play on the court, he looked really, really good. But him looking good did not coincide with the Golden State Warriors getting wins. Him looking good was like, you look good. You, we got to win these games, though. But so you, also- you you do lot a lot less, and we're going to keep running the formula we've been running for this to work. Jordan Poole, to me, is a different situation because he just does stuff the same as Steph, just not as good as Steph. Jordan, Jordan, that's a great segue. Jordan Poole fits what's happening because Golden State has developed a system that's that's, that's more guard, that's more guard that's, oriented. Yeah, and they that's don't a hard need pivot to just be like, all right, let's throw a seven footer in there that should be a focal point. So, so essentially, what we're saying the same thing that's happening in, 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 with the Bulls. Yeah, situation you can't develop Wiseman the same. Because he's not going to get the same touches to be the person that was the number two or he was he was a top four pick. He's, he just, he's number one. You're not going to be able to develop him because this is not what my system him, is set up. Was for. him or Ant one? I think he was one. Ant was Ant was two. Ant was two, so he was one. And LaMelo Ball was three. And LaMelo so, yeah, was three and P. Will was four. P. Will was four. So, like, you can't develop him. Your system doesn't allow it. Now, they needed a big man at the time, but now Kavon Looney has taken a leap. They wanted another chip and stuff like that. Like Kavon Luli fits that. He's an unsuspecting. I'm gonna get you my ten, my ten and ten. And makes him get nine. stops. And he's yeah, you know what I'm saying. But he's, he's good a, with that. Yeah, Kavon Luli is not trying to be the face of a franchise. Wiseman has face of the franchise aspirations. He's a yes. number one pick. Yes, right. So you can't develop that here. Io, skill set wise, we got him in the second round. We shouldn't have got him in the second round. Io has the ability to be a, a Tyrese Maxey in his league. He absolutely has that ability in my league. He can't get that here. He's not going to have the same leeway. The only reason why Tyrese Maxey is even getting that leeway because James Harden is a shell of himself and no one wants to admit it. The the tough part with that take 
And I think it's the interesting thing with P. Will. And you want, and we so big as hell bent on P. Will. We want P. Will. We need P. Will. I think, I think, I think the thing is, people were more on Io because Io's from the town. Like as soon as Io got here and actually showed something, Muzz was like, and Fred Muzz was going wild too. They was like, don't he kind of look like Derrick Rose? No. No. <laughs> what are y'all doing, bro? Like, don't he gotta look like that? No. Like he he made a lay. Listen, he made an up and under layup. A lot of players have done that. But I think but, we, I think, but AK bet the farm on P. Will. He, he turned down he turned down trades for players that we should have grabbed for P. For Will. Sure. Like, for sure. like you know, so so that, that the focus but, is but the I need this kid to shoot, Billy. <laughs> but, but but here's the thing, right? Even in that game where the Zach Levine clip comes out, where Zach yells at him, you got to shoot. One, he made the right pass. I, I want him to take that shot. He made the right pass, but I want him to take up, that shot. Up 20, I need you to take that shot. I, I, I take that shot. But even in that game, he shot the ball 12 times. He had 17 points, I believe, in that game, right? Like, the one thing that I'm seeing recently where they've had to say, and, and over the last couple of games, they just had to say it, right? Like, he had 18 points. He shot the ball 12 times. Uh, he had 10 rebounds. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm tweaking. I'm, I'm looking at Scotty Barnes. I'm like, dang, that Will did this? What happened? <laughs> hey, bro. Yeah, I called the same. I got to see that. No, he had 16 points. points. He took 11 yeah. shots, two for four, six rebounds, two assists, steal on a block, uh, a couple of nice plays in that. And, he, and here's the one thing that I'll say. At least over the last, I'll say, 18 games that the Bulls have been playing better. And they've had to rely on their young dudes more. When they've passed the ball to P. Will and P. Will has taken a shot and he's taken a shot more than we've ever seen him taking in his career, more times than not, he's been able to knock down the open look. When we pass the ball to Io DeSumo, you got to be able to knock down the open look before you can knock down the tough shot. And Io DeSumo, he just ain't been knocking down the open look. Zach Levine keep giving Io the ball in the corner wide open. And it's like, hey, bro, I want you to be this. I want you to take this lead. But you got to, you got to, to help yourself a little bit. I mean, you can't get better shots than what he's getting. It's the shortest three-point shot you can take, and it's wide open, and you a score. I, I don't look at Iota Sumo as a, as a facilitator. I don't. I'd be like, hey, listen, get this man the ball so he can shoot. He's missing him right now. He's shooting worse from he's shooting worse from three than he's shot. Um, his his rookie season, he shot nearly 37%. He's shooting nearly 30%. He's having that moment. I give I didn't you that. Realize it was that bad. But again, bad. It, it's bad. That's but bad. he's only taking one or two a game. Uh, two point seven. He's he taking almost three a game. Taking almost three a game. He's making one of the three. It's still. He's he's making point eight. I mean, if you really do the math, he I, shoots I, just like Zach shoots. I think. I think the problem is, yeah. If you extrapolate it out, I think the problem is that. Again, right? Like it's it's been the moments where we've talked about the other guys stepping up. How do the other guys step up? I need y'all to step up. I need y'all to be able to make this play. I need y'all to be able to, you know what I mean? And I think that that's the part where we've had moments where we say, and listen, we've had moments where IO and P Will stepped up and we sitting there looking at our stars like, hey, what the F y'all doing? But I think, right, like the one thing that the one thing that irks my soul with a lot of this and even having these conversations right now. Is that right? Like, even when I said P. Will was a bust, I didn't say get rid of P. Will. I just said he was a bust. Figure out how to make him work. At this point, you got him. You've turned down all these other trade packages for him. Figure out how to make him work because now his trade value isn't going to be much. 
So now you now you stuck with him. You got to figure out how to make him work. He's 21 years old. Let's make it happen. What I would assume, well, he's in year two. Let's figure out how to get him out of his sophomore slump because he's absolutely in one right now. It looks bad. Defensively looks awful. Offensively not doing as 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 much, right? Like you got to be better. But we're so quick to move off of any piece in this league when they have a down month. And I'm not talking about a season. I'm talking about a month. At least back in the day, right? Like they, you had a bad season. Mugs will start talking about like, hey, man, we might he might not be the answer. And I think the, the hard part with that is none of y'all are winning the championship. Realistically, there are four teams that are going to win the championship here. Maybe. Four teams, four teams that can compete for one. And the whole NBA. And you want to know why? Because when you look at the player on their team, you say, I ain't got nothing for that. I just hope I can outscore that. I think realistically, you're talking about Boston. I think you're talking about, I don't know how KD's going to come back. I would have said Brooklyn, but I don't know how KD's going to come back. I don't even know if you're talking about uh, uh, Milwaukee right now because of the injury issues that they're having. And they're, they're my pick to win the finals. But I, I think I'm really kind of off of them. I mean, in, I think you're talking about Denver. I think you're talking about, it might just be two, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm trying to think. Maybe the Clippers, maybe the Clippers. Clippers are the Clippers are weird. I don't really know. I'm waiting for the last stretch of the season to see what that's actually going to be when they let Kawhi play. But I mean, oh, realistically, he's been cooking lately. He's been cooking when he's on the court for sure. But but you know, he's been balling out. Now they're starting to let him kind of get into his rhythm and stuff like that, and let him go. And you just kind of forget, like, oh yeah, this dude's ridiculous. It's only it's only six teams for me. That's a lot. Who's who? Well, it's not a lot because it's 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 four in one conference that's, that's, and two in the other. That's half the playoffs, though. It's four in one conference. Who? So, so obviously you got I, I go top, you know, Celtics, Boston, of course. Denver. Boston. I go Boston. It goes. Uh, I don't know why I was about to say Boston then Celtics. I go Boston. I go Sixers. I go Bucks. I go Nets. Here's the thing: all of those teams are above six hundred, not five hundred. And even with KD down, yeah, they're four and six. But they're four nah, and they, six. Nah, they beatable though. They they real beatable. And I I just don't know how KD's gonna come back. I expect him to come back and be KD. But I've, you know if KD comes back and he's not hundred percent, games they look at the games they lost though. They lost, they lost some of these some of these games they lost in real close. Like they lost against Philly. That was a close game. They lost by four. Well, I mean, no, nope. you, you you got Philly in there. I don't I don't believe in Philly that much. I think I think Philly is just going through a stretch where like Joel Embiid is finally hitting his stride a little bit, and he's that good of a player. But if I got to beat you seven times, KD goes down. They lose to the they lose to the uh, the Celtics by ten. Winnable game. They beat the Thunder. Beat them. The Thunder been squeaking out some wins against a lot of people. I don't count that against them. Thunder Thunder is weird. <laughs> the the uh. Then they go, they beat the Jazz. They lost they to the beat, Pistons. They lost to the Pistons. That's a bad loss, bro. But wow. I think I, I think I think the thing is, right? Like that's that's kind of to my point about KD. Um but look at look at the numbers, look at the totals, look at the look at how much they lost by. They lost to the Pistons by eight. No, I'm with they you. They lost to I the think... war, they lost to the Sixers by four. But but I think that's... they lost to the Nets by I mean Suns by five. You know, if you, you those close games. 50 percent KD, those are winnable games. Those are I, those are one games. I think those are I think one game. 
I, I think that's the, but I think that's the thing, right? Like you have to have KD to beat the Pistons. That's a big drop off. You know what I mean? Like that, that tells you that your team construction ain't right. The, the focal point of your team is two dudes. I mean, bro, who's number four on the Brooklyn Nets? Ed Sumner. Eric Sumner. Edmund you're Sumner. looking, you, you, you're looking at it, ain't you? Mm-mm. Oh, <laughs> he looking at it. That man lying, bro. <laughs> looking no. right at his name right now. No, no. Hey. I said Eric. It's uh, no. You want to know why I say that? It's, it's Edmund Sumner. But but here's no, the no, thing, no. right? Like no, no, no. Wait, hold on. Let me tell you, tell you, tell you. When I looked at how they lost, and this was because he's on my fantasy team. I got, yeah. I got, I got him on my fantasy team. I was like, who the heck else put up twenty something points? <laughs> And I was like, who the heck is he put 24 points up in like half the game? <laughs> he didn't play, he didn't play the whole game. He played 19 minutes, bro. Did he really? But I, yeah, he probably played 19 minutes. It's, it's a heck of a stat line. But I think here's the thing, right? Like you had that all of that happen and you lost. Like it was him, it was Claxton and Sumner. Those were the guys that scored, and you lost. And so, right, like I I think situations like that where Okay, that looks good. That looks like a good team fight win or loss, right? He ain't getting them shots of KD's there. He Nick Claxton is is right now the second option on his team, 27 to 13. My man's been playing unbelievable. Nick Claxton still gets beat by every legitimate big man in the NBA. Because he's not a center. He's not he's not a center. And they he's playing a him in center. Four. Yeah, he's a he's a power forward. He might be a I mean, really, how tall is he? No, he's he a four. He a four. He ain't going yeah, down. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. He a five. He got put some weight on, but he a five. That man six eleven. KD six eleven. I, I, I would have. KD could play the five. Hey, KD hey, ain't hey, the five. hey, hey. You you want to know why? Because KD can can shoot. <laughs> hey, listen. If you can't shoot, get your butt down there and rebound, brother. Hey, hey, hey dog. All hey, I gotta say hey, is this: hey, he KD, playing with some attitude. Nick is playing with some attitude. KD also, uh, am I finna look this up? KD weigh more than this boy? Oh no, KD weigh just as much as Giannis. Hold up, hold up. Nick Claxton, Nick Claxton weighs two hundred fifteen pounds. Fifteen pounds. I weigh ten pounds less than Claxton. That's wild. And Durant is two hundred forty pounds, bro. Durant looks frail, <laughs> but he is not frail. Hey, bro, he is 240 pounds. Giannis is 243. How much does Joel weigh? Joel almost three, I think. Ooh, Joel, 280. Never mind. Yeah, I ain't no comparison right three. there. Yeah, Joel almost three. And that's what I mean, right? Like, so it it looks great, but there's no center in in uh what's his in what you call There's no center in oh Detroit. They just, you know what I mean? They, so they need so he, Andre Drummond back. Hey, well, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some somebody's gonna get him because I I don't I don't think he's gonna be on this team long term. I, I I don't get that. That's a whole different conversation. But I think the thing the the point that I'm making with a lot of this is that right, like I look at that team and I say, hey, especially as a contender, I'm like, if KD's there for sure, because you just need other guys to do little bitty things and they can do that. But I need to know what KD's gonna come back and look like because ain't this another MCL sprain? Yeah, it's, it wasn't bad though. Hey, hey listen, it, it ain't. I, I I always say this: every injury ain't bad when it's not you. <laughs> and, 
and the simple <laughs> fact that hey, hey, when you don't got to run on that mug, you know what I mean? Like that's that's what every injury is like. Oh, that's a, that's like hey, look, you, you see DJJ roll that ankle and come back in the game. Like oh, it wasn't that bad of an ankle sprain. Yeah, it ain't your ankle, bro. That mug that mug ain't gonna roll up fat tomorrow for you. <laughs> yeah, like like Kevin Durant is not gonna uh, for one. They're trying to hold him out to All Star break because they're a lock for the play playoffs. Kyrie's cooking at a at a at a high. Um, you know, them together, they were on a nice little run. There's no need to rush him back. That the Nets are not gonna drop to the tenth seed. Like, that's not gonna happen right now. So I keep them out as long as possible. They might drop a little bit. They ain't gonna drop to the Bulls. I said not the tenth, but they're gonna drop. For them to drop to the they're four. So they they're are four and they're 30 and 19. They could drop to five by the end of this week. They could be oh, at, but... they could be at six by the end of this week, actually, because Miami been cooking. They probably not gonna drop below the Nets or below the Knicks. They're so not gonna they're... drop tomorrow because they playing the Lakers without AD and LeBron. AD and LeBron, but them the games they've been losing. <laughs> hey, them the games them was a lose. All of a sudden, Rui Hachimura come out and have a 40 point night. He finna cook Nick Claxton. <laughs> the Bulls need to make one good trade. They need to be trade partners with the Wizards. They need to get Cal Kuzma. They need to go ahead and make oh, Cal Kuzma. Bree up, Kuzma. To, up in the play don't mean nothing. In fact, you do realize that teams will actually make a no, they didn't re-up on him, but anyway, even if they did, um, teams will take that because now I have you, I have you locked in long term. Yeah. Like you know why I would love for for us to to take up KG's advice and trade for Dame, because Portland is Zach for the next four years guaranteed. We get Dame for the next two, and the money's the same. I mean, I'm fine with it. And they but get I, to but, move but I think, on. I think I think the difference is there, right? Like that's that's kind of the conversation we had about the difference in nice players and superstars. I don't know if Dame Lillard is a star level player that has superstar level talent. You know what I mean? Like he's he's one of the best point guards in the NBA. But what there you go right? And has never and has never had help. What is? I can't say that he has that help, but he's he's never had enough help, right? I think if he came here, he would have enough help. Dame is a legit point guard who can shoot the lights out. Seven Dame, assists a game. Dame Dame is still a score. Dame is a score. Dame but Dame is his, a score for his point guard. The the thing is right, like seven assists a game looks great, but we know how you get in them joints, right? Like I'm finna pump fake and everybody's closing out on me, and I'ma just be like, there you go. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not like he's looking to be pass first all the time. Dame right Most now. Let me let me fact check this before I say it. Then we got to wrap this up. I didn't talk to you for two and a half. Bro, we've hours. been on here for believe. two and a half hours, bro. I'm dropping this in like three parts at this point because. All right, Pat. I, you know what? We're gonna continue this conversation a little late. You know why we like we do this is because I feel like Charles Barkley now. Uh, you know why we do this because we actually have been wanting to talk just general sports, but we pigeonholed ourselves. No, you didn't pigeonhole. You started something that you can't leave. And it's, I don't it's, want to leave either. I hate these teams, but I love them all. But talking regular basketball, it's just 
it just gets the people going. Anyway, hey, let's get hey, about it. No, nah, we just we just need we just need that refreshment. That's all it is. Bro. That's all it is. We need that break from the Chicago Bulls or the Chicago Bears, bro. We need just the. Usa. Usa. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. Uh, we'll probably drop all the audio at once on this mug. Uh, and then uh, I, I probably won't actually. I'm probably gonna drop this in like three, four parts throughout the week, bro. We just did a two and a half hour podcast. It's like breaks every rule. We came in here for 30 minutes, just came to run our mouth. Appreciate y'all for showing love as always. For the um, record, because I know you're gonna play this back. We start talking about Patrick Williams around the 130 mark. Anyway. Oh, I'm I'm gonna have to cut it anyway, so it it don't matter. Um, what I was gonna say. Oh, by the way, I, I love that Chuck also said he was the second greatest player in the NBA at that time, and there's nobody else that you. <laughs> he said that on he said that on the uh, uh um. What's what's the is it pivot? It's not pivot. What's what's uh what's his name podcast with Channing and all them um. Is it, is it the Pivot Podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Pivot. It's the Pivot that's Podcast. Pivot. He yeah. said he was on Pivot, and uh, Channing said, uh, he says, it was a lot of better players than Charles Barkley on the Dream Team. Let's keep it a buck. And Chuck looked at him and said, who? He said, it was only one MFR on that team better than me. He said, who was they? He said, Jordan. He said, you was better than Magic? Heck yeah. You was better than Bird? Yes. Hey, on that hey, Dream Team, he was. Hey, hey. I, on the year that he would made the dream team was the year he won MVP. It's the year he won MVP. It's the year he went to the NBA Finals. Hey, guess what? There was only one player better than him at that hey, time. Bro, listen, <laughs> I get that man credit, but I, I just love when people stand up for themselves and, and got their numbers to back it up. That's like that's like what's his name when Shannon told uh, DK Metcalf, "Hey, bro, you better Google me." My I don't bad, know who I, you think. I, I don't know who you think I am, but you you need to go look up my number. Hey, DK was like, I, I what Shaq say? I wasn't familiar with your work. I didn't know that you were like that. Hey man, I know you had it like that. I appreciate every. We appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love as always, man. If you have a different opinion on anything that we said during this podcast, man, you might just be sitting in a different section in the stands. Views from the Bleachers podcast.